It's a Tuesday morning in the QCA, which means a local ministry leader or pastor stops by with a devotional. And today it's Pastor Doug Rowland from Rock Island Bible Church. And good morning, Doug. Good morning. It's good to be with you all today. Well, we're missing you here in the studio. How are things in Rock Island? Yeah, I tell you, I'm looking out that window. The snow is coming. Ken, that was about the happiest way you could say fog, misty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's only two, a couple ways you can slice it. It's uh, it's coming down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Good. Yeah. That's it. Well, regardless, good to start 2024 off with you all. And this mm-hmm. morning, really want to talk about getting the most out of God's Word, uh, especially as we lay out plans for the year. I mean, there's just something about the outset of the year that... I don't know about you. I'm reorganizing, planning, pitching a lot, right? Cleaning, setting goals. And I know many churches send out Bible reading plans really to give us some handles to get started, but because there's really no substitute for reading God's Word. There's no shortcuts. Yeah. We either open it or, 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 or we don't that mm-hmm. way. And so, listen, if you're anything like me, know, though, you know there's a difference between reading and reading. You know, maybe you got to the end of a few past, uh, pages and thought to yourself, what did I just read? Yeah. And, uh, and while maybe you glanced over the words on the page, you've often left your time in God's Word with nothing really impressed upon your heart. And so my aim this morning is really to help with that by taking it <clears throat> to James chapter 1. So, Deb, if you would, just read those verses from 19 to 25 for us this morning. Sure. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forget what he looks like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. All right, well, state it simply, I think what James is after here is that we receive what God has to say in his word and respond to it. And he's going to give us a few helpful ways to accomplish it, ways to really get the most out of God's word. Starting with this is, is to declutter your soul. I mean, at first glance, you might think there's two messages here from James, one on anger and another on hearing and doing God's word. But we've got to read verse 21 closely, which says this in summary, uh, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Why? Well, in order to receive God's word. I mean, you know, when you sit down with God's word, he doesn't just want you to know stuff. Mm. He, he wants to talk with you about you it, it, and a heart and soul that's steeped in, in sin and self-righteousness isn't all that receptive to God's voice. In, in fact, when we come to God with souls cluttered with filthiness and wickedness, as James says, oftentimes we tend to chafe against what he wants to tell us. And so I just want to suggest in 2024 that you start your times in God's Word in prayer first. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be long, but ask God to reveal your spiritual clutter. If you're having a hard time understanding where that is, I mean, confess the sin you know about and ask that His Word reveal to you what still remains. 
Maybe pray things that your heart would be soft or, or your ears would be attentive to his voice. Why? Because he says that his sheep know his voice. Uh, ask him to take care of the clutter and the chaos in your life and, and then open his word. Again, not something super long, but if you're struggling with that rhythm and, and where do you even start, start with a few words of prayer to declutter all that's going on. And uh, James continues, like, when it comes to getting the most out of God's word this year, would be to humble yourself. So we declutter, and then there's this sense of humility. Again, in verse 21, after putting away filthiness and, and wickedness, he says, receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Which would say this to us. I mean, this is primarily dialed in on our attitude, our, our heart posture. Don't fight against what God has to say. Uh, submit to it, James says. Don't struggle with it, but surrender to its truth and receive the implanted word with meekness. Again, primarily has to do with our attitude and our approach to God's word, if you will, which is why it's so important we pray first, because our hearts need help before we can rightly receive what God is saying. And so just want to offer maybe three helpful attitudes that I think go a long way to rightly receiving God's word, especially, man, if you're dialing into a Bible plan, this is the time of year to do it. There's some attitudes. So. One would be to be honest with yourself about yourself. Just taking a sober self-assessment of your situation, your your sin, your yourself as it stands. You look yourself in the mirror, since that's the image James is going to uh, use. I mean, take a close look at your heart, so that when he speaks, you're not so surprised or offended. It's like, yes, that is who I am, and that is exactly what I needed to hear. I mean, you recognize then that the confrontation of his word is not meant to be offensive in that sense, but it's yet another one of his kindnesses that lead us to repentance. When you know the sting of conviction, because your heart's in a good place as you read God's word, that's such a kindness of him, which leads us to a second helpful attitude to get the most out of his word, which would be just a heart that's willing to change. I mean, come to God's word assuming he has something to say every time you pick it up, and be willing to change, to, to repent, to turn around, maybe to head in a new direction. I mean, this has everything to do with meekness, be, being humble enough to hear when you're wrong, or that you need to go in a different direction. I mean, it won't make much of a difference to hear what he has to say, and then continue to do the same thing. That would be insanity. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, man, right, just having a hard attitude is willing to change, which relates a bit to this final, maybe helpful attitude when looking to get the most out of God's Word this year, would be to be mindful of what you hold in your hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often we treat the Bible like it's any old book. You know, it's got a few things to say, a few good things, and a, a few things I can hold on to, and then I'll set it back on the shelf for a, a, a little while, or maybe till next Sunday, and we treat commands like suggestions, and we treat God's wisdom like advice. We've got to regain a holy sense of awe and appreciation for the Bible. We, we don't hold a history book or a piece of poetry or, or a treatise on ethics. And though the Bible touches on all of these things, what we hold in our hands is God's Word. It's authoritative and inerrant and infallible. I mean, you start thinking that way, reminding yourself of this when you pick up his word, and maybe we start, or maybe, excuse me, we stop considering it so casually Mm -hmm. and and start receiving 
what he has to say. <clears throat> you know, so again, it's all about humbling yourself. I mean, to help me regain perspective on when I'm even holding the scriptures in my hand, I'm reminded that, that over 3.2 billion people still have no access to God's word in our world. And then I read stories, right, as encouragement of when translations are finished among these people groups. It's an amazing thing. In fact, five days ago, the Moy people of Papua New Guinea received God's Word for the first time in their language. Mm-hmm. 23 years ago, missionaries landed via helicopter to reach this remote people. You, you sense the value, again, of God's yes. Word, and on January 4th, the people received the first ever copies of God's Word in the Moy language, and one of the church elders in the Moy church said this, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. Right? Mind you, this is the first time he's ever held God's Word. He says, I'm thankful that I'm still like a kid. The Bible is done, and I'm still young enough to enjoy it for many years. At creation, God planned the day we would get his word, and it's finally here. Mm. Think well. Our enemy has owned us, but now we have the weapon to fight him. Amen. Never forget this sword, God's word, to fight our enemy. Amen. I mean, what a reminder of the treasure we have in God's Word. You want to humble yourself? Just think on these things and be mindful as you open it up of what you hold in your hands. Hmm. And ultimately, right, that would ready you to receive from the Lord what He has for you. So you want to get the most out of His Word, 2024, declutter the soul. So when you sit down, pray first, then, then humble yourself with these attitudes and postures of the heart. And finally, James says, commit to live it out. Verse 22, be doers of the word, not hearers only deceiving yourselves. If anyone is a hearer of the word, not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself, goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who asks, he will be blessed in his doing. I think there's a warning here uh, from James. Uh, Don't get caught in a state when you are perpetually educated beyond your obedience. If you are a constant consumer of God's Word, listening to podcasts and multiple sermons and attending conferences with very little to show for it in your life, James says there's a problem. But Jesus says the same. The Sermon on the Mount, Matthew seven twenty four and 25, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice, kind of sounds like you're in a doer, That man's like a foolish man who's built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. All right, so Jesus' words, listen, if your life is built on listening to his words week after week, or relying on the faith of others and their insights into God's word, and that's all it is, then you're destined to crash. Which tells us that obedience is a big deal. Now, let me be clear to say, God's love is not conditional upon obedience. Our salvation is not conditional upon our obedience. But there is an intimacy and a reality to our relationship with God that cannot be experienced apart from obedience. Hmm. And so to get the most out of God's Word this year, commit to live it out. I mean, when you read His Word this year, can I encourage you, do so with a pen and paper in hand or an open note on your cell phone or a blank Word document on your computer, whatever it takes to slow you down and to capture what you're reading. Chronicle the questions you have. Record insights regarding God's nature Mm -hmm. and His character, and ultimately how God would have you change the way you 
think, the way you live, what we would have you start or stop doing as a result of what you've read. And then beyond that, can I encourage you, if you're married, find some time to share those things with your spouse. If you're single, set a regular time with a friend or friends to share those things with one another. Why? Well, that's another way we live out the one another is you're sharpening one another in your relationship with Jesus. You truly are getting the most out of God's Word and helping one another commit to live it out. And so you want to make the most of God's Word this year? Declutter your soul. Start with those quiet times. Start with prayer first. Humble yourself, taking a sober self-assessment and being willing to change and having an attitude that treasures what you hold in your hands. And then commit to live it out. Write it down and build in times of community around you to help apply his word in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm, good word, Doug. Really good. Appreciate that. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. You bet. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You're going to go sledding or anything or... Yeah, right. I'm sure the kids, they all got called off, so we're going to figure out something to do. All right. Hey, good. Well, stay warm. Enjoy some hot cocoa. Thank you. God bless you guys. Take care. You bet, Doug. Yeah. 741 here at Moody Radio. Let's get some honey from the rock this morning as we listen to Brooke Liggerty on Moody Radio.